Welcome to the Unleash Your Inner Bold podcast. Get ready to learn new ways to think differently about growth, leadership, and your brain. I'm your host, Barbara Gustafson. Let's get started. I'm excited to share my guest with you today, and it's someone I consider part of my inner circle. But before I bring her in, let me share a little bit about her. So Johnny Lloyd with Johnny Lloyd and Associates is think of one of those gurus. And so she's a financial guru. She's a speaker guru, a three times international bestselling author and transformative business consultant. And she specializes in three things, people, productivity and profitability. And she specifically serves female veterans, executives and entrepreneurs. So you're going to love her mantra. It's you are fire when you are focused. And she's mentored and served 1000s of military members and their families during her 27 years as an accomplished federal leader. She delivers strategic tricks and tips for productive and profitable growth of people money and communication. And she has one of the most powerful backstories from homelessness to senior level executive and profit, nonprofit and government agencies. And she deals with life transitions, providing insight and hope. And she believes that there is a why for everyone, and that each of us was created with a potential to achieve greatness and to make a difference in this world. So Johnny, thank you for joining us here. Well, Barbara, it's such a pleasure. I mean, this is just amazing. And I am so excited about this new forum because you are a voice that people need to hear. Mm, thank you. And when you and I sat down the other week, and I, I mean virtually sat down from across the screens, we talked about how different being productive was during the pandemic and how we had our own set of challenges. And we realized we needed to redefine what productivity means to us, whether it's a project at home or in our business. So people can get a clear sense of your experience when it comes to how you've defined this. Tell us what productivity was like before the pandemic for you, and then go into telling how has it changed over this past year? Wow, that's a great question. You know, anytime a person says productivity is their mantra, then um, the pressure is on because I felt like my life needed to be productive. It needed to, I needed to make things happen. And just, I was so busy. I was on the road at least 75% of uh, every month on the weekend. I was on the road all the time and speaking and all of that stuff. So productivity before the pandemic was actually getting things accomplished. It was almost checking off boxes. Now I was getting a lot of great things done and people were being impacted and lives were, you know, being changed. But after <laughs> everything happened, matter of fact, on the process of making every, you know, causing in the middle of everything, I ended up running into this brick wall. And when the pandemic happened, mm -hmm. I ran into this brick wall that forced me to have what I call a sabbatical. It was a forced sabbatical. Uh, because sabbaticals mean it was a time of rest. But the key with that is it was not something I asked for. Hmm. 
So I thought it was temporary. So then <laughs> after I realized it wasn't temporary, we're not going to talk about me potentially maybe crying or freaking out about, you know, what in the world happened to all the resources and all the things that I had set up. We're not going to talk about it from that perspective, but talk about it from the pers- perspective of me personally. What then I did was I had to go inside. I had to go in inside and say, okay, Johnny, now what? Now, what does productivity look like? What does productivity look like in your personal life? So I had to go in and I started doing things that I would have never done before. I started getting rid of things that were really holding me down. So I started, uh, I call it shedding. And if a person uh, can close their eyes and look at from the perspective of being an onion, the outside of the onion is very thin skinned. And then the deeper you get into the onion, the more typically you end up crying and being impacted and all of that. So that's the way I was, my life was happening. So I redefine productivity as part of it is me being in a safe place, me doing the things that matter. Because busy is not always productive. Mm. (laughs) Being busy is being busy. (laughs) That doesn't mean that you're getting what really matters done or accomplished. So the pandemic for most of us, Barbara, was a matter of us reassessing our lives. Yeah. Us looking at things and saying, you know what? People are getting this are in the midst of this crisis. And there's so many things happen. So I remember us all coming together and we, as coaches, we started, you know, giving some services out and, you know, helping people be, build resiliency and all these wonderful, amazing terms. <laughs> and then I had to, we had to come back to our homes in our head. And I lived by myself. So I was at home thinking, now what? So those are the things I did. I ended up redefining or reimagining what productivity was. Hmm. So I started by saying, you know, you can say no. And you can say yes to yourself. Saying no to one thing, I, I realize means saying yes to something else that I value. And the other thing may be me. So I started doing some quiet time. I I checked myself internally and I looked at some stuff externally in my life. And uh, one of the funny things is um, I've been carrying around paperwork for the last over 20 years. <laughs> and that's that's a confession. You know, I feel like I should be in a confessional <laughs> right now. Um, and and a lot of it really didn't have any value. And um, the key with it is, is that everything in my life was fighting for my time and my energy. And I had to shut it down. So now I look at things not just as being urgent or important. I start looking at things as being significant. Wow. Significance is different. Because there are some things that we consider urgent that during this pandemic, we realize we're not, <laughs> we're not urgent or important. <laughs> You know, breathing is urgent. (laughs) Breathing is important. But there's some other things that we had on that list that were just not urgent or important. Mm -hmm. So 
So now I'm looking for significance. How is it going to impact others? I really love how you've tied productivity in a different form, not just the doing and moving forward, but the releasing, the letting go. I like the term you use, shedding, and the onion with the layers on it. And and there's that's doing in a different form, but it's also creating room for what's most important. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And it's so interesting <laughs> because we have talked, but I didn't realize you had taken, I knew you were letting go. I didn't realize you had taken a sabbatical. We need to compare notes again because I hit the pause button. <laughs> um, but this is something I think, and I was just discussing this the other day, how I feel like I've been given a few gifts and in this whole COVID. And one of it is the gift of time to reflect and to really look at what really does matter. And I think that that really ties to the significant piece mm -hmm. that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. So if you could share some tips that you have for people as they start to redefine what their own productivity looks like. I would say start owning it. Own your time, own your life. And when I say own it, I'm saying not from other people's perspective, because other people will tell you what's important in your life if you're not careful, but it won't be significant. It won't be really important when you look at it. So own it. Mm. Own your decisions, whether they're right or wrong Ooh. or indifferent. Own okay. it. Okay, you got own me it. there. <laughs> <laughs> own it. <laughs> and then control it. Ooh. After you own something, then if you just own it and you sit it in the middle of something and just leave it alone, somebody else is going to control it. Control starts with self. So I have to own my life and then build self-control. Mm. So that I, I, for me, and I can't speak for other people, but for me, I have a problem. I still do. I'm working on it. I still, I have a problem when people ask me something to say no. Because I think that's, no is, is negative. I've been taught no is negative. So, but if, again, if you say yes to everything, then you lose yourself in the middle of it and you end up um, somewhere you don't want to be doing something you don't want to do. So then celebrate, celebrate your wins, celebrate the little things. So mm -hmm. every morning now, when I get up and I'm breathing, I celebrate, I take a deep breath in and I say, thank you. <laughs> You know, because somebody wanted to get up this morning and it didn't happen. You know what I'm saying? I'm standing up. I am not, you know, so I'm, I'm not just owning my life and my life is not perfect. Nobody's life is. I'm not just controlling what's in my hand that I have available to me, but I'm then looking at it and I'm celebrating what I have, not what I've lost. Because a lot of us are looking at our productivity from what we didn't do in 2020. But I'm looking at what happened in 2020 and looking at the benefits from it. So I'm celebrating getting rid of the 20 boxes of, oh my gosh, craziness. And I'm celebrating the fact that I've read more books in 2020, literally sat down and read more books in 2020 than I, I can't even think of how long it's been. And then the last thing I would say uh, for people to think about is connectivity. 
Stay connected. But connectivity does not mean on social media. Connectivity right now, um, most people say, well, I can't get connected because I can't be six, you know, six feet from other people, all that. No, no, no. Connectivity I have found during this time is not about, even though I do want to touch people because I'm a hugger and all of that good stuff. Uh-huh. I found ways to give myself joy by giving other people joy. Mm-hmm. by calling them, by sending a little card, staying connected with people. Matter of fact, uh, we've I've started, my family is a great example. We love each other. But now we're on the, actually on a Zoom call every Saturday at 6 p.m. I know my nieces and nephews better than I've ever known them. The connectivity is amazing. So, It's about what have you gained? Look at life from a different perspective. Look at the things we've gained. And that's going to help us be productive. That's going to take us to another level of productivity that I call significance. And I'm so glad that you brought up this connectivity. This, you know, it's, uh, I've never really liked the name social distancing. It's really physical distancing. There are so many other ways to connect. And it's almost like it does this thing in our brains that we think we can't be social during this time when there's so many options. Um, But what I've found, and I've, I've just realized this because I've been intentionally plugging in more to women's groups. I have three groups mm-hmm. that I re- um, plug into. Uh, one of them is Wonder Woman group. The other is the Fab Four. And then <gasps> I have a beach group. It's so much fun. But what I've realized is it's given me these little pockets of energy. Mm. And energy is golden these days. Like energy is clarity. Energy is productivity. We are biologically wired to connect. And there's studies done to show that when we don't, it leads to anxiety, depression, lowers mm-hmm. immune system, not trying to freak people out. But the idea is we need to put things on our priority list that not just to get things done, but to give us the fuel so we can do what matters and build those relationships. So I like how you've pulled on to that. So I, I talk about in in this podcast, um, you know, I'm all about boldness. I know. <laughs> I, I know. And I also see it as not just the external accomplishments. Those are fantastic and great. But I also see boldness as internal. It's those steps that are harder to take, the non-glamorous ones that, you know, people sometimes don't share about, but they lead towards things of significance. So how do you define boldness for you personally? Wow. So um, it's so funny when I was, I'm thinking about, okay, so boldness um, is not, at first, most people look at boldness from an external perspective, like you just alluded to, right? You think of people that are, that are bold and loud and uh, vivacious and, you know, their opinions and they're standing in the room, almost like with their hair on fire. Those people are bold and brave and all of that, right? <laughs> However, um, I define boldness as um, an internal, uh, uh, external reflection of what, who I am internally. So boldness for me 
is peace. Mm. Boldness for me is, is listening to other people. Uh, one of the things when I look at bonus, I look at, uh, which is really because um, of energy, I have high levels of, um, you know, people go to a business transaction and they may look at something and say, well, you know, they have fear or they're concerned or whatever. And I say, yeah, let's just dive in. <laughs> let's just dive in and do it. And so I look at boldness as enlarging my capacity to be the best me. Ooh. Because capacity and capability is not the same. Mm. So when I enlarge my, my capacity, my, that's an internal thing that goes beyond my capabilities that causes me to step out into some unknown spaces. And then to be me, to be me means, um, and notice I said be instead of becoming. I, this during during this process, I have learned to stop uh, taking all my energy to become, because I found out for me at least that that gives me space for procrastination. <laughs> well, you know, I'm becoming, you know, so I can give myself a three get out of jail free card. <laughs> but when I start saying that I'm B, I am, or I, I'm. I am this person, I be, this is who I am. Then what I end up doing is I start picking up the habits and stuff from that person. So it causes me to be more than I imagine. And that's the bold, courageous, high risk taker that I am. But it's also being bold for me means me respecting you. Mm. And not not looking at you and expecting you to be me, but valuing the people that I'm connected to and honoring them for who they are while they value me for who I am. Mm. And what I love that you've done with us is you've defined it for you. Yeah. And that's what any of us can do. So I'm going to ask you some kind of rapid fire <laughs> questions, um, just a little lighthearted side, just so people can get to know you. So what is your dream vacation? I still have visions of going to Dubai. <laughs> Dubai oh. is my, oh my gosh. I just, I love the thought of going to Dubai. Mm. Dubai to me, because I'm a, I'm a, I'm I'm a touchy-feely, visionary kind of person. So when I think of the, the palms, when they went out and, and took all this sand and made <laughs> these houses and made it look like a palm, I'm like, ah, happy thoughts. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> let's go there and, now. <laughs> yeah, let's go there now. And so Dubai. And, mm. and, and because Dubai is so far, it's a bold step for me. It's so far out of my comfort zone even though I've been all over the world, but Dubai, and obviously not everywhere, but um, Dubai is beyond my comfort zone, but it's a passionate thing for me. Mm -hmm. So Dubai to me um, is still on the list and I am going to do it. I mean, if they say mask, I'm aware of mask, you know, whatever we need to do to go to Dubai, I'm going to go when, when the time and the resources are available to do that. Oh, I can't wait to see pictures. Okay, so how would people describe you in one word? You know what? 
Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is so hilarious. Oh my God. So recently. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna say the word. Okay. Effervescent. Effervescent. Okay, I know there's a story behind that one. It is. <laughs> That's why I'm laughing. The story behind that is is really I would never have identified myself as that. So when you look look at, uh, but I would have said vivacious. You know, I would have said high energy, enthusiastic, positive. I would have said all that. But I uh, I have when I think of effervescent, it's like. Um, let me look at it. Like if you look at um, what is um, this Alka-Seltzer, Alka-Seltzer, right? Yeah. When you put Alka-Seltzer in water and it does all the bubbling. Yes. And it does mix in it. And the, yeah, you see what I'm saying? So it, I, I have my, when people def or identify who I am, they say, wherever we put you, you just, you just, just make people happy. You're bubbly. You're all of the <laughs> stuff, you know? So I have the tendency and um, known for whatever I go into, I activate whatever I put into. Ooh, I so, love that. And, and in some cases, especially in my past, that hasn't always been a positive thing because some people don't want to be activated. Some people want to be activated. So... But that is what I'm known for. I'm I'm um I'm known for the ability to do that. Wow. To impact. Yes. To change. To um like Alcoselser. And I I see that in you and I every time I see a commercial now I'm gonna <laughs> think of you. <laughs> Oh, I'd love it because I love uh, life. Barbara, yes. and you do too. That's why I mean, we are so the the funny thing about it. I remember the first time we met, and, and it's like you always bring out my happy thoughts. You activate, oh. you activate that happiness in me. You know what I'm saying? You activate that like anything is possible. I can be open with you, and um, and tell you all the wonderful things that are in my head, and then you may sit there and think about it. But you don't, you can see it. And I love that. I love the fact that um, we feed. Yes, we're very different, but we do feed off of each other. Yeah. yeah. And I like that. Yeah. Like it's really tempting to go on another half hour. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about this effervescent. Yeah. <laughs> the bubbly, giggly. The bubbly. <laughs> yes. And I'm so tempted to sing the song, but I won't. <laughs> I want to, you know. You want to. What you so want to. Okay. Yeah. So this has been so much fun. Tell us how people can connect with you. Well, that's easy. Um, Johnny Lloyd. Uh, um, my website is www.johnnylloyd.com. All of my social media and everything is there. I am on Facebook. I am on Twitter. I am even on Twitter. <laughs> uh, uh, I am on TikTok, but I don't do a lot of oh, movies. Oh, okay. I'm on TikTok, which is really amazing. Awesome. Um, but I'm also on YouTube, and I do a lot of stuff on YouTube, which is really fun. Uh, so please connect, and uh, if anybody has any questions or anything, that is the space, and always feel comfortable to private message me. Yeah. If they have questions about anything um, or concerns, because I love people. 
Yes. And you have a good presence on YouTube. I really like how you do your videos. And so a call to action for those who are listening, think about how you can redefine productivity. In fact, I encourage you to write it down. Um, productivity right now is going to change later, but it's good to focus on, you know, what time and energy capacity you have. So how do you define productivity? productivity so it works better. And a second question is how can you help your teams redefine productivity? Because we all know if more people are on the same page, even on those really tough days, those projects can go a little bit more smoothly. So Johnny, this has been so much fun. Thank you for being part of this discussion and sharing your bold journey with us. Thank you, Barbara.